It's another episode of the Triangle Offensive. I'm your host, G. Smith, with my co-host, Dave. And this week, once again, we have NBA topics, uh, the latest news, and uh, our uh, our opinion on them. So, again, uh, what's up, Dave? What's going on? What's going on? Not much, man. Not much. So, let's get into it, man. Um, we're going to start with the Cavs. Um, as always, we give ourselves two minutes to discuss these topics, and once the two minutes are up, you will hit the buzzer, um, and then we'll move on to the next topic. Uh, nothing harsh, just uh, just trying to keep us on track. So we'll start with the first topic, the Cavs. The Cavs are looking to trade J.R. Smith for uh, bathroom tiles. I'm really not sure what what they would be trading him for. So I guess the question is, is there any value to J.R. Smith, uh, considering his uh, his well-known history uh, with the Cavaliers? Uh, J.R. Smith may have uh, he may have some value to his family members, but but not in the NBA. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like um, he, he's a he's a $15 million cap hit. Um, they could buy him out for three, but at, at this point, it's early in the season. A lot of guys are still, a lot of teams are still trying to figure out what they're doing, uh, what they rosters. He's 33. He's not shooting well. He's shooting barely 30% from three. Um, at, at this point in his career, I, I think he'd be safe to hang it up. He may catch the team slipping. That may decide to give him a... A little, a little prove it deal, a one year deal, but I, I, look, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to be spitballing at this point. But I don't, I don't, like, I couldn't give you a list of teams. Like, who would take J.R. Smith at this point? Dude, nobody. J.R. Smith is done. His, his history is well documented on the, on the biggest stages. So, so if I, if, if you didn't know how much time was left on the clock. You shot ridiculous threes, um, fouled at ridiculous times in the game uh, uh, against 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 top-notch competition. When it when it almost seemed like you were trying to throw the game, it almost seemed like you were you were playing for them. Like something just switched once the fourth quarter hit. Why do I want you on my team? Like what what has changed in the past uh, year to make me think? You know what, J.R. Smith would be a valuable asset to us uh, right now. Uh, I, I, you know what, I, I think that's what we're missing. Uh, a, a random three-point shooter with very, I mean, spotty uh, defense, no real motivation, and uh, uh, lips like a, uh, like a chimney. Like, wow. Well, oh, oh. Did, did I, did I, did I go too far? <laughs> did I go too far? Hey, man, I'm just stating the obvious, man. Everybody sees it. Nobody says it. They got him on camera on, 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 on uh, ABC and. And uh, TNT and ESPN. Uh, of course, this dude smokes, man. You you could tell me another one if you don't think he do. So I mean, dude, you don't need that on your team. That there's no, there's nothing, there's there's no value to him whatsoever on an NBA team. I'm shocked that Cleveland didn't cut him in the offseason. Let's move on to the next topic. Uh, so Kevin Durant mm-hmm. and uh, Draymond had this. I guess we could call it a spat. After they, <laughs> is, that, is that what you want to call it? <laughs> loosely. <laughs> after they lost to the Clippers last week uh, in overtime, uh, 
Draymond decided to go rogue and took the ball up the court and tripped and fell. And ridiculous. Kevin Durant was screaming at him. Ridiculous. What up? Huh? Oh, I, I, said even... I said it's ridiculous. <laughs> My bad. So, yeah. So, anyway, uh, because of that, they had some falling out. Uh, words were said. So, now, this thing has seemed to have snowballed and taken identity of its own. So, the question is, basically... Is this a big deal? Like, is this just regular uh, team. regular season, like team stat, yeah, or yeah. is this something deeper because of some of the stuff yeah. Draymond was saying about KD wanting to go to free agency and that kind of thing? Yeah. Uh, let me say it like this. I, I have a number of friends, close friends. I, I consider you one of them. If, if one of those close friends were to ever use the vitriol, that was spewed out of out of his <laughs> mouth. The way Draymond spewed it out at, at Kevin Durant, we wouldn't be friends no more, man. We couldn't be cool. Um, you would have to. The, 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 your only excuse would be that you were out, clearly out of your mind that day, for me to be like, you know what? He's right. He was out of his mind, but he came up and apologized to me. We cool. You know, let's let's try to move forward, man. Dude, who? And 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 of course this is this ain't just some some small thing, man. This is a big deal. Um, and, and not just that, it was such a big deal that they had to suspend him. So yeah, yeah, this is this is a problem, man. For the and it's it's showing. They on a four game losing streak, but not only that, they got a lot of guys hurt. All of this is happening at the wrong time, the wrong time. So yeah, it's it's a, it's a problem. I think I think a lot of it. We've seen crack, especially because of Draymond's personality. And Kevin Durant being so thin-skinned. But the fact that they've been on the same team is kind of... They haven't brushed up against each other or bumped heads to this point. But, but they have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not to this not not to this degree, but right. you knew something like this was coming. Just just because of two volatile, like, personalities. Like, they, they yin and yang, you I, know what I mean? I thought he had a little bit more respect for him considering that he called him at the end of the finals after they lost to Cleveland and was, and was like, hey, man, we need you, bro. Uh, I messed up. You know, what, what do we do? So this, <laughs> you got you to tell me, man, like, how, how do we get to this point? Respect is relative, man. When <laughs> Draymond ain't going. When Kevin Durant started yelling at him, Draymond was not going. Dude, okay. Well, speak, speaking of yelling and, and, and crying, uh, this week was it, yeah it was early this week um I, I believe it was the maverick game yeah which actually was last week dude. um kevin durant has some choice words for a fan in the front row uh, <laughs> uh you know the, I, the the fan the fan's buddy was recording the whole thing which i find interesting um it's a it's a this is a trigger culture that we live in but uh you know, the fan was recording, the fan's friend was recording. Kevin Durant walked up to him, I guess it was during a stoppage in play. Um, told him to get off of his phone and, and enjoy the game. So, I mean, that, that's that's putting it nicely. So, um, you know, it's there's a, there's a little bit of a controversy, a little bit of discussion about this. Did he cross the line or, or, or is this just one of the things that just so happened to be caught on camera? I feel like it's the latter. Um, and especially because it's KD. Right. He seems like a real easy dude, like to get under his skin. You know, he's got the burner accounts and 
he, he argued with people on Twitter all the time and fans. So he seemed like a real easy dude to kind of egg on like that. Mm-hmm. As far as him, what he said, I didn't. I figured like it was in the context of the game. Like he didn't say nothing disrespectful to the fan. Not, <laughs> disrespectful not nearly as to disrespectful as, as you would assume that the fan was to him. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's that's what I heard. Uh, I was watching the jump, and they were basically saying Kevin Durant went to the ref earlier in the game and was telling him, "Yo, like get this dude because he he getting out of pocket." And the ref didn't do anything, so that that was his response. But I I, I don't think that's crossing the line. Punching a fan in the face is crossing the line. <laughs> is it? See, I don't know. It depends. I'm not I'm not saying it should be a malice in the palace um, on a, on a regular basis. But what I am saying is that you got to do you you got to do something to 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 wrangle these fans in, man. They can't they can't be they running around. With a, with a light, I mean, they bought a ticket, so they feel like they got a license to say and do basically whatever they want to, especially if they sit in the front row. Um, it's not crossing the line, man. I mean, honestly, I, I wouldn't have been mad if he'd have walked up to him and slapped him one good time or, or grabbed him by his neck or something. So, I mean, it's not a <laughs> to, to me, you know, no, it's not crossing the line. It's the fans need to be straightened out, and if the ref ain't gonna do it, then we might as well just go ahead. Now we're opening ourselves up to some other issues and, and and basically taking matters into our own hands. You don't want that. We've seen yeah. that. So, what's the next topic? So, the Celtics. Mm. They started off the season relatively decent. Uh, kind of got through the first couple weeks with 6-2. and two. And recently, they, they've hit a wall. They uh, lost 7 of their last 10. And they're trying to dig out of like this, this spiral they're in. So, with it only being December, my question is, have you seen something in the Celtics that makes you think this is permanent and they should worry about it and need to fix it? Or is this just early season, kind of the, the early minutia of the long season? Um, I think it's both. I think this could this could become problematic if they don't figure out the roles. Um, Brad Stevens should have gone to Tatum and gone Jalen Brown and told them specifically, hey guys, we're getting our two big guns back. We appreciate what you guys have done. This team will be yours in a couple years. Stick with us. But for right now, I have to get Kyrie and Gordon shots. I got to get them involved in the offense. It will only make us a stronger team as we get towards the playoffs. Um, but that's that. you're going to have to take a bit of a back seat. It's going to affect your numbers. It's going to affect your minutes. Um, but be ready. You know, be be focused, be ready, give me your best. I don't think that's happened here. And you're starting to see they can't figure out the lineup. Yeah. Gordon Hayward is getting a little bit too much time if you look at it because you look at it and say, hey, so, you know, what's why is he he's he's not getting the production, giving us the production that a Jalen Brown or, or Jason Tatum were giving us. That's hurting the team. And by the end of the game, you know, you either, you either, most of these games, they're behind. They were already behind the games that they were winning. Now they're losing them. So I don't, right. geez, this, this needs to get straightened out pretty quick. Yeah, I think, I think it's, uh, I think it's one of those dog days things. Like it's early season. Like you said, I don't think, that, I think the success they had last season is kind of bleeding into this season because now you got your guns back. And you have the rookies, uh, the young guys ball out. So now, like you said, he's trying to figure out 
who gets shots, who does what. I mean, it's a good problem to have, but they lose in games. Like you said, they 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 losing down the stretch, and I think a lot of that is because of the lineup. Like he don't know who to put in, when, how long, that kind of thing. So I, I don't see I, Brad Stevens is a good coach. Yes. I can see him kind of figuring this out by February or March. You know what I mean? When the season really gets going and when it gets important, because they're still in the East, so they're not going to be out of the Celtics. Going to make the playoffs. So this is this is all just a temporary struggle. I agree, and I think they're they're a stronger team with a a, a Kyrie Irving and a Gordon Hayward. You you, you oh, see yeah. their value in the playoffs more than you will in the regular season. I I have no yeah. doubt that they'll get this together. So let's move on to the next topic. Markel Fultz. <clears throat> uh, the 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 question asks, "What's next for him?" Look. Markel Fultz's agent said that he does not want to be traded. Um, he said that, in so many words, basically, you know, this is this was something was taken out of context. He doesn't want to be traded. I feel like this is just a bit of frustration, you know, because he's dealing with this this shoulder thing, and now he's got a wrist thing on top of that. So he's just he's a young he's a young kid. He's feeling a lot of pressure. He didn't play last year. Um, he's trying to he's trying to have an impact this year, and everybody's putting a lot of pressure on him considering he's a point he's playing a point guard position, or supposed to be playing a point guard position <laughs> with Ben Simmons, and he's just not producing. They they've tried everything, bringing him off the bench, starting him. He's just not producing. His jump shot is not starter worthy. I'm not even sure it's team worthy. So. It, first off, let's 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 ask the question: What's next for him? What where do they where do, where does Philly go from here in this situation? Uh, honestly, I, I was thinking about it. Honestly, man, I, I think I think you try and move him. Um, a lot of his problems seem mental, so I'm thinking maybe a change of scenery will kind of help rectify it. The problem with trading him is that his value is 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 as low as it's gonna get. Like. You're not getting anything for him at this point. But he he's useless on this team. He needs to play the point because he can't shoot. They got TJ McConnell. They got Jimmy. They got Landry on there. So he don't really have no minutes being a, a, a point guard that can't shoot. Simmons is a distributor. The fans are starting to get frustrated with it because he's a first-round pick. And he's kind of – he's wasting time on the court at this point because he, he's, he's inefficient. Like he can't do anything. So – I, I don't. I can't. I can't necessarily. I can't follow you down that road, man. First off, he's the number one pick. The, the kid obviously right. has talent. If you looked at his film back at Washington, the kid has talent. This jump shot thing is something going on with his shoulder, and it's also mental. That can be overcome, but they got to put. I think Philly needs to do a better job of putting him in a, in a situation where there is no pressure, where he can just freely, and it's difficult. I honestly feel like he should get more minutes on the road than he does at home. At home, they cheer for him like he's Brian Scalabrini. That's yeah. not going to work. <laughs> he needs to be taken seriously. And right now, he's he's looked at like he's a, a, a toy or a ploy. And that's just not, that's not what you want. You want him to be taken seriously as a point guard. And I believe that's what he wants. 
And ultimately, I think Philly could do a better job handling this situation. I don't. I, I say don't trade him because he doesn't have any real value. Let's get his value up, reevaluate him, his position on the team, and then let's see. Let's see what we got. So right now, you know, we wishing you the best, Markel Fultz. Um, uh, get healthy um, and stop shooting free throws like that. So let's <laughs> let's move on to the next topic. <laughs> oh, is this me? Yeah, Kimba. <laughs> My bad. So. Uh, basically, Kimber Walker's been, been destroying the league. Um, I guess I'll get right to it. As of right now, who is your top five point guards in the league? Oh, and and is, is Kimber one of them? Uh, I can't give you a top five point guard list. I mean, I guess I could, but it, it would take a little bit. Um, but what I what I can do is say, right now, yeah, Kimber's a top five point guard. Um, just looking at looking at scoring, looking at what he's doing for his team. Now, are they winning these games? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. But, I mean, you can't deny 60 points against Philly on 21 of 34 shooting. Um, that's pretty efficient. They lose in overtime. Uh, then he plays Boston. Um, two nights later, he gets 43 on 14 to 25 shooting. Um, dices up Kyrie Irving. Uh, Kimba Walker's coming into his own. It's probably the best that we've seen him play, and I've seen him. I've been watching him since UConn. Um, he's a, he's 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 in his prime. He's right now, currently, he's a top five point guard. Problem is, his team is 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 a uh, top thirty. Like they, they just the, the whole the whole setup is just terrible. I I'm really not. I'm not a fan of what Michael's doing out there, but I believe that that with him and Mitch Kupchak, they'll get it right. And I don't right. think they expected Kimmel to be this good this year because there was a lot of talk about trading him in the offseason. But, right. I mean, his stock is pretty high, man. If you're going to do it, do it. But I, it I, think, I think they're going to hold on to him, man, and, and try to ultimately, I think they're going to try to build around him and hopefully they can build a better team. Yeah, I would put Kimmel in the top five. I mean, he'd, he'd be right behind, you know, the, the usual suspects, Russ, Curry, Lillard. I don't know if Simmons technically qualifies as a point guard. Yeah. So, you know, like Kimba, Kimba's right there. He's got to be your top, in your top five, six right now. But um, like you said, with, with the way that team is kind of set up, I don't think the way he's playing is sustainable, especially at his size. That's why it'd be kind of hard to lock him in as a top five point guard in the in, in the NBA. But as of currently, I would say yes. But like he's 29, he eligible for a super match next deal. So I don't know, man. I, I I think I think using his top five status, I think Mike needs to try and move him so he can get some pieces and actually build a, a roster. If somebody on the jump asks, who else is on that start? Who else can you name? Starting on that, <laughs> on that, uh, that Hornets lineup, and I was stumped. Platoon. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I, mean, I ain't trying to, <laughs> I ain't trying to uh, answer no trivia questions, but no, you know, no, a couple man. guys. The thing is, I, I kind of agree with you. If if they want some kind of value, if, yeah. If, but I think you could build it. I think you could build them in a different way, man. I think you do different things. Um, I think you could trade other guys. I understand he's probably your your best asset, but I think you can move some other guys and make some other deals. But but if you're gonna if you're gonna invest in Kimba with a supermax deal, 
what else is going to be left to build that roster? Plenty. Look at Golden State. What do they got? Two, three guys and Supermax. You could pay one dude Supermax and figure out the rest. That's not that's not hurting you anymore. Not like it was before. Uh, that with that TV money coming in. So I mean, I think I think Charlotte Charlotte needs to evaluate what they really want to do. What are you doing? You know, you got Kaminsky, you got Malik Monk, um, you got some young pieces, you got some old pieces. What are you really trying to do? So I forgot about Monk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we can talk about him another time. But uh, <laughs> those are our topics for this week. Um, again, this is another week in the NBA. It's a lot of stuff going on. We definitely want to watch uh, what's going on in Golden State. Uh, they've currently lost four games in a row. Um, and not in close fashion either. Uh, last yeah. few have been blowouts. Um, we definitely want to keep watching Kimba. Uh, he, he's going to work. Uh, we also want to <laughs> we want to be mindful of a Mr. Draymond Green. Um, if you see him in the streets, uh, don't make eye contact. And Mark <laughs> Markel Fultz, hey man, look, if you're having trouble, just come talk to me. Uh, I got time down in Texas. We can um, we can work on a jump shot, man. Uh, I get you right. No worries. So, again, this has been our show. I've been your host, G. Smith, with my co-host, Dave. And this is the Triangle Offensive. Peace. Peace.